I'm Dawn. And I'm Tracy. And we are Real Women. DMT, here's time for a quick one with a quick snippet from a previous episode with the wonderful Shari Teagman building a business as a single mum and should parents feel guilty? I stumbled upon the personal development world and loved it so much. I did a year-long coach training along with a year-long teacher uh, yoga teacher training and um, just immersed myself in like, if I'm going to come out being the mom I want to be, being able to take care of them and feed my children. Um, and I was very lucky. I had parents helping me and things like that, but I wanted to do this on my own. You know, I had them for backup, but they weren't going to be paying my bills. Um, so I just immersed myself and I emerged a different person. And I found interestingly bridging that mom of preteens and figuring out what I wanted and the guilt of when I'm working, I wanted to be with my kids. When I wasn't working, I want, I was missing the business, loving my kids, but they were already starting to get to that age where it was more friends. I have two boys. They played a lot of sports. So it was like, I sat on a bench most of the time in my quote unquote time with them thinking, Oh, I could be writing a blog post. I could be pushing this because I was just starting out. So as most mothers do the second they find out they're pregnant for a variety of reasons, there's already guilt when you're doing something and guilt when you're not doing something. So I just kind of dropped myself into it and ran. So I never really, I never really did. I still don't. I don't know why. Uh, I never really got into the whole guilt thing. You're so think, lucky. Um, well, I think because of the atrocities, because of my own adversities being raised by a narcissistic mother, you're hardened to yeah. uh, the, the 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 cruel side of that sometimes, and you're left with a little bit like what you've just said in terms of you you don't know what you should do, but you know what you don't want to do, and so somewhere and I'm no idea. I mean, I've got two kids by 19, so I was a child myself, really, really oh. genuinely. But I think somewhere along the line, it was like I don't know what the hell I'm doing. It was in the 80s, so there wasn't Google, there wasn't all of that. So I think what I just did was, if it's coming from a place of love and it's the exact opposite of what my mom did. (laughs) Yeah, it's very common. I have a friend of mine who grew up with a similar mom to yours and she learned how to mother by watching television shows. Well, that looks like it should be the way it should be. And, you know, it's I I can remember my friend Margaret asking me if I was going to breastfeed and I was mortified with my 17 year old self, uh, the prospect of doing that. And she said, well, what milk are you going to give them? And I didn't know that there was powdered milk. So I thought that I was going to feed my baby that was just about to come. I'm ever so grateful for that conversation (laughs) because if that conversation hadn't happened, I'd been getting the milk off the doorstep. (laughs) With with a straw in, go get them, killer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh um, my god, that's crazy! It's, that's I, crazy. We, we don't know what we're doing, right? <laughs> we don't. We don't know, know what, what we're doing. doing. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I was actually thirty-three when I had my son. I wasn't that young, but I'd been in a corporate career, so I'm, you know, I'd got very few maternal instincts. All my family thought I wasn't going to have kids, and fortunately, my sister was a midwife. So there I'm in the hospital. Everybody, you know, delivery happens. Husband's nowhere to be seen. No shit, Sherlock. He was fucking off eight months later anyway. And I'm in this room on my own with this newborn baby and this thing injects green vomit out of its mouth. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, fuck, what do I do now? So I'm on the phone this to my is sister. It's not like in the movies. It's not like in the movies. I'm on the phone to my sister saying, uh, he's just sort of projected 
projectile vomited like something out the omen. What do I do? She went, press your bloody call button. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> you know what's absolutely marvellous about that? That even at 33, actually, it doesn't matter what age you are when you give birth, you don't know what you you're doing. You don't know what you're doing. No, nobody knows no. what they're doing. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> I mean, maternal instincts did kick in. I needed a little bit of technical help around, you know, is it meant to be this colour? What do I do now? But actually, the instinct of care of that child kicks in dead easy. It's just you don't necessarily know exactly how to do something. Well, you know how to keep them alive. You just don't know how to do everything in between. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it, the guilt thing that Shari describes is has always fascinated me as to because most women, I think, have that conflict. I, I, I don't know why I didn't. I think it was just, here are my choices. Pick one. You did it from the right place. Go with it. And yes, yes. and and that's kind of as, as good as it got. Um, but Shari can, and, and maybe Tracy, if you found this, the guilt thing, I think, will connect with a lot of people who are even married mothers, let alone uh, single mothers. But uh, it gets ramped up on the single. So talk about how you dealt with that. Hmm. How did I deal with it? Um, you compensate in your uh, for sure. I would say, you know what? I, I grew up with very loving parents. And I think there was, and also because of the religious side and the community side, it was a given that this would just come naturally. And the maternal part for me did. I've been maternal since I'm born. My mother said I was a baby and I'd go reach for babies. But with the divorce and you just said it well, it's like then there's the stigma of like the scarlet letter on you of if your kids are not the model ones, oh, it's because they got divorced or oh, that's the divorce kid who dropped the pen or didn't get an A, you know, an A plus in the class or whatever it was. And it's also because for me, we split time and my ex-husband and I don't get along, never did. Um, it was a very adversarial. My kids really did have two separate homes. There was not a joint where the parents thing. We still don't have that. We didn't have when they were little. Every moment felt so precious that usually when your kids grow up, you're always around and they're around and you just navigate around each other. My kids every other weekend were at their dad's and I never wanted to be away from them. So I would savor every second, every meal needed to mean something. Games and all the stuff on weekends that wasn't my weekend, I was still there. So I was juggling, trying to work, have a life, date, and then never, ever have my kid turn and not see me there. And so it was like I was trying to live three lives at once. That's where my guilt came from. And And it was so tiring. You know, now they're a bit older. Can you see any repercussions of your guilt uh, and how you compensated for that? Oh, a thousand percent. So I have two very different children and I will respect them by speaking on here in case they listen. You know, their stories, my story is not theirs to tell and vice versa. They're very different creatures from each other. And while they both are very loving, I can tell that with one, I probably didn't give him enough independence growing space. And with the other, he still savors it even at his age just because they have different personalities. And, you know, one is more the scoop it all up and the other one loved it. And it's also, you know, you reach that young adult thing. They want to be your kids sometimes and the other time they want to be an adult, which is totally normal and natural. But we kind of never outgrew. We didn't have like a staging ground where we figured that out. It's just this is I mother like a mother bleeper. Um, I don't do Wait, my joke. I can curse on here, right? Yeah, cool. So like I and I'm a Jewish mother, which is like a very stereotypical answer. But it is true. Like I made I breastfed each for two years. I made all their food. They come home. Every favorite food is there. They go back to uni. There are three bags at the door. Like I'm the quintessential 
domestic goddess when it comes to my children, whether they they're not asking for it. It's just automatic for me. So it's a very cultural, you know, I'm a I'm a New Yorker, like we're surrounded by a lot of things. You know, there are always bagels around, like everything you see in the movies is very real for me and my kids and watching them individuate and go out in the world home when they come home is still that bubble. Even now, like I leave for a three week work trip soon and my eldest is back here moving. Don't think that both fridges, because I have a backup one that has space for food, won't be filled up with with every single food he could ever think of. And a couple in case he may be in the mood for a cookie I once made in 1999 that he liked. So Sherry, this is why, so just for the listeners, Sherry happens to work uh, for the same company as one of my children. Uh, and Marshall loves Sherry it, because he's an absolute gannet. And that's why I, he, we, you should take, you can take my child. He would love I will happily take him. There's always extra food. I can take all of your children. Honestly, you could feed him. I would feed him all day long. Those are my favorite kind. Like my kids' friends used to pay. My kids would go to school. There was lunch at school. They went to private school. You could pay for lunch. No, my children went fresh lamb and a fresh meatball sub made at six o'clock in the morning. There were kids paying them for half of their lunch. Her mom can make an extra sandwich. Charlie wants a sandwich. I didn't even, I didn't know that was weird. Thank you for your company. And to share your spandex and stiletto stories with us, tag at Real Women Podcast on Instagram. 